3: You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. The 76ers and Minnesota Timberwolves enter the evening as two I, of the final three the unbeaten teams in the NBA, each at 3-0. Oh, the Sixers knock off the Wolves 117-95, become the, the first team to reach four wins can. in the league this season. I'm Brian Seltzer. How you doing? This is our postgame coverage. The Sixers get a really balanced physical performance from top to bottom. They imposed their will even before the incident between Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns with five minutes gone by in the third quarter. They were balanced. They were tenacious, physical. They set the tone and they saw it through to the finish. 18 points, nine rebounds for Tobias Harris. 12 points, 16 boards for Al Horford to go with four assists. He was great. 16 and 7 for Ben Simmons. Josh Richardson with 12 points behind two three-pointers. 17 for Furkan Korkmaz off the bench. Also some good bench performances from Matisse Thibel. He had nine points and again, four steals for the second straight game. Eight points and 11 rebounds for James Ennis III. Who Did I not mention? Ah, yes. That man, that very big man, Joel Embiid. 19 points, 5 rebounds, 7 of 14 in just 20 minutes of activity. He was ejected along with Towns you know, in I the third quarter. Brett Brown is at the podium right now.
1: It's uh, just first glance, my 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 most immediate memory. That's how I remembered it. Brett, I know it's not how you want it to happen, but is this the type of moment that could really gel team team together, seeing Ben and the other teammates kind of come back and milk. Listen, they, they, they hear me. If you went into our practice facility, we talk about it's our creed. It's a Philly hard, it's Philly edge, and, and there's an authenticity. It's real. And, and somewhere, every time we can, we like to point to example, yep, like this is Philly hard, yep, that thing has an edge. This is real. There's a, there's a spirit amongst our team that's authentic. And I think the, you could pick a few buckets to put that incident in, and the team uh, responding as they did. It is Philadelphia, and uh, life moves on. It's part of it. Um,
3: Coach, I asked you before the game about assessing the defense and offense with the big lineups early on. Tonight, you said you graded the offense to C yeah. before the game. You guys come out C-minus. And- C-minus, excuse me. Uh, you came out and dropped, I think, 117 points. Uh, how do
1: you feel now? I, I feel better because uh, I think that the ball moved. You know, I didn't really purposefully call a bunch of plays until the end. I wanted them to figure it out. The, the, the turnover abundance still is haunting. You, you're not going to do anything that matters unless you fix that. that that's the bottom line. Now, the, that's the bad news. The good news was our transition defense after the turnovers was exceptional. I mean, I think they had 12 points on, you know, 22 turnovers, which is, is a very tiny relative number for that volume. And so we, it starts with, you know, trying to help our two all-stars, Ben and Joel, with this mission to try to reduce turnovers. You're going to see that there are many other participants in this ugly category that we need to fix. And if you remove that, I give our offense a thumbs up. What do
2: you make about 30, uh, 30 second chance points on 16 offensive rebounds.
1: You know? See, that, that, to me, there's two areas that is the game. If you look at our points after we turn them over, you know, which I think is, is 29, and then to your point, the, the 30 points on second chance points, when you talk about how do you utilize height, how do you exploit size. You know it's part of the sort of smash mouth bully ball thing we're trying to get better at and and that 30 point uh crashing the boards and 29 points i think it was on uh you know taking advantage of how we turn them over you'd have a hard time going someplace else when you talk about
3: significant stats that helped us win as brett brown said at his very first media availability of the fall, back in September, more than a month ago, he wants the 76ers to play a smash-mouth style on offense and bully ball on defense. Even before the incident in the third quarter with Embiid and Towns, the 76ers were competing with that Philly hard, Philly edge, Philly real mindset. For the night, they commanded the glass. They were plus thir- 22 on the boards. They outscored Minnesota 60-42 to 42 in the paint, 30 to four on second chances, and as Brown was alluding to, despite both teams turning the ball over 22 times, not the most comfortable amount. The Sixers were the more opportunistic of the two groups, outscoring the Timberwolves on turnovers 29-12. to 12. The Sixers, they were balanced from top to bottom. Six players finishing in double figures, thought Furkan Korkmaz had a really nice effort off the bench. James Ennis third as well. Al Horford was great as the 76ers hold the Timberwolves to under 40% shooting and under 30% from outside the arc. Meanwhile, the Sixers got off to a really good start with their perimeter offense and that helped them build up a 25 point lead in tonight's first half on the way to a 117 95 win and the end result as I mentioned at the top the Sixers are the first team to four wins in the entire NBA they're also one of two unbeaten teams left with San Antonio being the other they play the LA Clippers tomorrow night. The Sixers, first to four wins, first 4-0 start to a season since 2000-2001. They knock off the Wolves, 117-95. 76ers in a wild night down here at the center. 19 points, five rebounds for Joel Embiid before he and Carl Anthony Towns, the two All-Stars, were ejected early on in the third quarter. But I thought a lot of other guys had noteworthy performances. Al Horford, terrific Throughout the evening, doing a lot of different things, he was plus 26, and Furkan Korkmaz had 17 points off the bench. We'll go to Tom McGinnis right now, who had the call this one tonight. Uh, and uh, hey, Tom, that was that uh, was something in the third quarter. And listen, I mean, Joel Embiid, there there are theatrics to him. Uh, you know, I guess showman is a way that you could describe him, but uh, I think the soundbite for me that I'll take away um, was simply that I'm built for this city. And <laughs> you know what? He has got the town wrapped around his fingers. He has the pulse of the town. He knows the heartbeat of the city. And that moment when he walked off the floor, regardless of, of what you thought or what still might be to come after this incident tonight, I mean, it was theater. Well, he was shadow boxing and he was
2: playing to the crowd, and then his. Press conference comments were those similar of Muhammad Ali. And so he definitely was doing it. Where on the other hand, we understand that Carl Anthony Towns, all he would say, and he repeated it like five times in a row, it was competitive. He was channeling his inner emotions. So, again, big picture. You don't like to see this kind of thing between two-star players. Let's say Towns connects on that punch. Then it's, a, it's, a much, it's not as jovial then it's a real I mean, that was a serious situation let's not kid ourselves and if that punch lands it's even more serious it's really uh you know it's something that's talked about with in a whole different light so the game i thought got a little ratty after that they yeah. did not have a rhythm uh the Sixers had built up a big enough lead but then, you know, the Sixers played to the end, and that's how they've won these four games, and that is they've played right down to the stretch with Harris and Horford and Simmons and Richardson still uh, making plays, and obviously Monday, Joel with the foul shots and the big production points-wise in the win over Atlanta. But uh, you mentioned 4-0. It's the first time since 2000, 2001, if memory serves. Ten straight wins for the Sixers. Uh, to begin that season, and it obviously it led to an Eastern Conference championship and a berth in the finals, and a long way to go, but a great start for the Sixers, and I thought with 62 points in the first half, this was the best they'd played offensively. You heard Coach Moments earlier saying the offense has been a C-minus so far uh, tonight. I thought they did a much better job uh, in that, and they got, uh, again, big contributions from multiple players, including Corkmaz who had his best game of the year.
3: Sixers over the Minnesota Timberwolves 117 to 95 Al Horford Tom was forced into an even larger role tonight after Joel Embiid's ejection Al's been great I think I don't know how you've seen it so far but just little things I mean uh, one play that stands out to me was how he set up Furkan Korkmaz for a dunk just a terrific pass after collecting an offensive rebound it's a possession like that where he's able to help space the floor create you an extra opportunity and then make a beautiful pass that results in a really nice finish but he he did a little bit of everything tonight no he really did
2: and I mean he knows the game he thinks the game and Like you said, that's beautiful basketball when you get a backside cut and a dunk by Furcon, and all set up by Horford. Harris had a hand in that play, but mostly all L. And there were times in the game where he was, you know, not really scoring the ball, but he rebounded consistently throughout the game. And then, you know, for a big guy, he sometimes, when you look in there, he's listed at 6'9", he seems undersized, but he's so accustomed to being in the paint. He's got tremendous footwork. And when he gets into the lane off that left block and turns over the left shoulder with that right-hand jump hook, he's money. And he, and he knows where he wants to get those shots from, and he's done it consistently throughout his career. And he makes plays. And, he, you know, he's a heady ball player with veteran poise. And you're right, he has been terrific throughout. And I thought,
3: more than anything, Saturday in Detroit, and now we've seen it three games in a row. Sixers toppled the T-Wolves, 117-95, the first NBA team to four wins And as Tom said, first 4-0 start since 2000-2001. Um, going back to the idea of the offense being behind the defense and needing to catch up, um, you certainly would have every reason to believe that it will. But I think even in this first week, time, it's now been a full week. We were here last Wednesday when the Sixers beat the Celtics. I mean, we're seeing things that, given the overall talent the Sixers have, that are going to help them win basketball games that might be enough to help them win basketball games. Listen, they had 11 extra shots than the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, they out-rebounded them by 10, and they were 30-4 to on second chance points. I mean, these are things that, with the way they play defense and their size and their length, I mean, that's, that's a winning attribute and combination for this team. Right. If
2: you were to ask any coach off the bat, you know, what would you like to build on, they would say defense and rebounding. Now, obviously, you have to score the ball, but there's going to be nights that certain guys will have off nights offensively. But if you can... Hang your hat on those two elements that you know you're going to grind it out defensively, and continue to hit the glass. And with that size advantage, you figure the Sixers are going to be one of, if not the top rebounding team in the entire league this year. That's huge. And then going back to the offense, Brian, I thought it was telling what Coach Brown said there, and it may not have gotten a whole lot of notice, but he said where he didn't call a lot of plays, he let the Sixers kind of play in free flow. And look, they produced 62 points at the half, their best half of the year. So that's interesting to to see that the team kind of just – went out there and and used their their intuitive basketball knowledge to create for one another, Uh, and they went to Joel a lot, obviously. So, nice victory here. Tonight, a big, you know, we came into the game talking about undefeated for the second consecutive game, and the Sixers really made this no contest with the way they blew out Minnesota.
3: 76ers defeat Minnesota, 117-95. Now four straight games against the Western Conference, Portland had a terrific run last year, Phoenix appears to be improved with a guy like Devin Booker, who knows what type of game you could get, especially on the road, and then you've got the Utah Jazz with Mike Conley in the mix, and uh, Denver, and you could see, I mean, provided full health, the matchup of the two guys, people believe, the top big men in the game, and Jokic and Joel. Absolutely, and Portland's out in Oklahoma, they're up one late
2: in that game, but no doubt, tough trip, and you did think, oh, okay, well, Phoenix. Well, like you say, not necessarily. Monty Williams has really got them playing well, and they've responded to the absence of Eaton with that 25-game suspension here at the beginning of the year. And obviously, Portland has been a difficult place for the Sixers over the years. And, uh, you know, they're hurting with their bigs. Nurkic is still out. Now Zach Collins is hurt, but they still have Damian Lillard and and C.J. McCollum. So, hey, if the Sixers come back 8-0, we'll really have something to talk about because Utah, another very difficult place to play. Uh, And as you say, Conley in their quarterback, in their offense, and Denver is one of the best teams in the NBA. So, so far so good, but a great opportunity, a great test, early road trip for the Sixers out west. And it should be interesting as we tip off at 10 o'clock on Saturday night from the Rose
3: Garden. All righty, Tom, talk to you at that point in time. Good night, thanks. 76ers beat the Minnesota Timberwolves by the final score of 117-95. to 95. We'll hit some highlights coming up. 76ers, a brief stop in South Philadelphia before setting back out on the road this weekend to open up a four-game Western Conference road trip. The task tonight, hosting another unbeaten team and trying to stay perfect. I'm Brian Seltzer. Let us get to the highlights. 76ers, game for the season, hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Early on, it was clear Joel Embiid was a sizable advantage for the Sixers.
2: Embiid against Howes. Jab step by Joe. upbaked by Embiid, in on Towns, power spins, gets around him, lays it up, he pulled out everything, the kitchen sink, Embiid has scored on
3: Cat Towns. It was interesting because it was Towns who guarded Embiid for most of the time. The two shared the floor, but on the opposite end of the court, the Sixers went with the likes of Horford, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris even a bit, and let Joel Embiid drift outside the paint and playmake defensively. It was a strategy that for the most part worked. That bucket made it 6-3. to three. The 76ers would cap off the first quarter, courtesy of Jay Rich. A defensive lapse, and Minnesota knocks down a three. Five seconds to go in the opening
2: quarter. Richardson with a pull-up 18-footer. Bucket. Towns was there.
3: 32-24, 76ers after one. Furcon Korkmaz played an important role in tonight's game.
2: Covington from well beyond the arc. Way off to the right. He shot it from Delaware County and he missed it to Bucks County. Here's Korkmaz. That's how you do it. Show him Furcon. Three ball, Korkmaz.
3: Porkma is making it 46 to 31. Joel Embiid showing his touch to wrap up the first half.
2: Embiid to Simmons. Simmons on a running start with the dribble to the corner. Matisse. Five to go in the half. Embiid for three from out front. It's good. He nailed the triple. Joel Embiid with two seconds to
3: go. Sixers in front at the break 62 to 43. Third quarter, five minutes in, behind the play, Joel Embiid and Karl-Anthony Towns tied up. There was an altercation, an incident, a lengthy delay and review, after which it was determined that both Joel Embiid and Karl-Anthony Towns would be leaving the game. But the 76ers played physical and tough long before that incident happened, and Ben Simmons made sure that style of play continued. Al Horford
2: with a hoop that appeared to be blocked after it hit the glass. Here's Simmons on a jam, dunks it, the crowd loves that. Ben has to hang on the iron, because Teague was underneath him.
3: That made it 79 to 58. The Sixers well in control. Going into the fourth quarter, we will leave the final highlight for Burke. Horford, he goes down to Korkmaz, and a dunk by Burkhardt. Big Al makes the pass, and Korkmaz makes the Wolves pay. It was a terrific pass from Al Horford set up by his own offensive rebound. 76ers Coast, they win this one tonight, 117-95. They shot over 46.5% from the field, held the Timberwolves under 40%. Sixers 9 of 25 from 3, Minnesota 10 of 35. Sixers 22 of 28 from the line, Minnesota 21 of 28. The Sixers were plus 22 on the glass, each team with 22 turnovers. Sixers outscored the Wolves 29 to 12 off turnovers, outscored the Wolves 60 to 42 in the paint, and 30 4 on second chance opportunities. Individually, Joel Embiid with a team high 19. He also had five rebounds in just 20 minutes before the ejection. Right behind him, Tobias Harris with 18 points, nine rebounds, and two assists. 16 for Ben Simmons to go with three boards, seven dimes, two steals, and a couple block shots. Al Horford with a game-high 26, plus 26 rating, 12 points, 16 rebounds. Al was 5 of 12 from the field, but such a huge part, leading the 76ers, commanding efforts on the glass. James Ennis third, great off the bench with 8 points, 11 rebounds in just 18 minutes. Matisse Stiebel with 9 points and 4 steals, his second straight 4-steal game. According to the great website Basketball Reference, he has the most steals to start a career, in four games in 76ers franchise history, now with 12. Pretty awesome stuff. Ferdcon Korkmaz, 17 points, one off his career high. He was 5 of 10 overall, 3 for 8 from 3. 76ers led by as much as 25. They now are 4 0. First team in the league to four wins. Last team in the east unbeaten and one of two unbeatens left overall along with the san antonio spurs first four 4-0 start since 2000 2001 now they'll head out west they visit moda center and the portland trailblazers on saturday night at 10 o'clock one final time the final score was the 76ers 117 minnesota timberwolves 95 you've been listening to rewind look out for fresh episodes of the day after every 76ers game this season
2: Approval not guarantee Restrictions apply. See store for details. Do you have a digital mindset? Check out Season 3 of This is Digital. Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including driving profitable growth in enterprise software and how the new sports fan experience can drive revenue. Featuring guests like Chris D'Agostino of Databricks and Scott Crable of Tama Bravo. Check out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com.